Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,651. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and very excited to share with you today a guest calling in from Ronert. Am I saying that right, Diane? Ronert Park? Ronert Park. Ronert yes. Park in Northern California, Diane Levine. Diane, welcome to Cars Yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I sure am. All right, we'll have some fun. Well, listen, before I do a proper introduction, I want you to tell us one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you. I lived in Israel. Really? Well, when did you live there? Actually, it was 1970. Oh, wow. Interesting time to live in in Israel. And how long were you there? We were there for a year. My father was a psychology professor Mm -hmm. and decided to accept a sabbatical to the University at Jerusalem. I'm sure you had some incredible experiences there. If you could pick out one thing that left a very positive impression on you. What was it from living there for a year? Actually, the way that they handled their their defense, just on, on a daily basis, because they didn't have any private security companies and that sort of thing. The military really ran everything. So it was very common. At the time, I didn't understand it, but it makes a lot of sense as far as consistency, that you would see, say, a soldier riding the bus, not just for transportation. But to be there to protect people. Yes. Oh. My wife lived in uh, South America, Argentina, for three and a half years when she was in high school. And she said that was one of the best experiences ever. Both my kids did some uh, schooling in college away in foreign countries. Both of them came back somewhat changed in a very Mm -hmm. positive way of seeing another part of the world. I think it's so important for everybody, if they have the way and means, to go and spend some time in another country, multiple countries, and see what other people are like with their cultures, experience that. And one of the things that I think everyone will come back with is, you know what, in many ways, we're all the same. We all want the same things. It's a wonderful, wonderful way to go through life. So Israel, what a, that's very, very cool. And we also lived in, in, down in Brazil. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's been definitely a worldwide adventure. For sure, for sure. Well, fortunate yeah. you. Well, let me give a proper introduction and we'll jump into some questions. Diane Levine is the owner of Vroom Vroom Girl. I love that. And the VP of Marketing for Quarter Mile Foundation. She's a passionate advocate of women in the automotive industry and a member of SEMA, that great organization. At Vroom Vroom Girl, she sells automotive themed merchandise at local car shows and online, providing her an opportunity to talk with women about their interest in cars and pursuing the automotive trade. She worked as a marketing coordinator at DP Brands, promoting Flowmaster, B&M, Hearst, and others, and is on the board of directors of the Quarter Mile Foundation. A longtime listeners here on Cars Yeah will remember a special guest, Tracy Redke, who is the chairman of the board and operates the Quarter Mile Foundation. You can find her show on the Cars Yeah website. We'll be back in just a minute to talk with Diane some more, but first a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible. Give them a listen. Give them a little love and give them a little business because they're the reason I can be here every day. Sit tight. Keep your seatbelt on. Vroom Vroom Girl is here. We'll be right back. Did you know that Covercraft is much more than car covers? 
They offer protection for the inside of your vehicles as well. No matter what kind of vehicle you drive, Covercraft makes a floor mat, a cargo area protection product just for your vehicle. Their plush custom fit floor mats turn any ride into something special. Their premier Berber custom floor mats, which are a favorite of mine, if you want something very stylish and unique for your favorite ride, they also have Weather Shield floor liners that provide ultimate protection for heavy dirt, mud, snow, and slush. Their Carhartt custom cargo liners not only look great, but keep your rear cargo area and seats protected from the kids, the pets, or whatever's going on back there. Do you have a pet that destroys your vehicles? Covercraft has you covered for that too with a wide variety of pet protection options. Is your vehicle getting a little long in tooth? There's no better way to give it a new car look than with a custom fit floor and trunk mat. I replace mine every few years with something a little different just for fun. All your options are easy to clean, they secure to the floor, and they look oh so good. Don't forget your trunk too. Custom fit trunk liners for sedans, coupes, and SUVs are perfect to protect the factory carpet from all those things that can stain, tear, and damage your carpets. Check out Covercraft.com for the huge number of styles, colors, and options that you'll love. And I've got a deal for you here at Cars Yeah. If you use the Yeah 120 code at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order on me. Go to Covercraft.com, use the code Y-E-A-H-120 at checkout and get 10% off today. Covercraft, they've got you covered. American Collectors Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. The one I call my orange crush. They've been protecting vehicles since 1976. With all the time, effort, and money you've put into your classic vehicles, do you know how much you would receive if yours was stolen, damaged, or totaled in an accident or a fire? Your regular auto insurance carriers won't tell you until after the claim, and more than likely, you'll be in for a rude awakening. With an agreed value policy from American Collectors Insurance, you'll be paid your vehicle's full agreed value. No surprises. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you'll get with an agreed value policy. I shopped around and decided to protect my car with American Collectors Insurance. Give them a call today for a quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 224 9324 and protect the ones you love. Tell them Mark Green at Cars Yeah sent you. That's American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, folks just like you and me. All right, Diane, as we continue on this journey we call your life, I want you to start with a success quote or a mantra. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires spinning or smoking here since we're talking vroom, vroom. So Diane, take the wheel. My mantra quote um, and anything that you can call it is actually one that my sister used to use a lot. She says, dream big. And I look at every opportunity every day that we get up out of bed and we have an opportunity to do what we love, that we can dream big every day and have a success in that every day. So um, that's something that uh, my sister, unfortunately, we lost her to breast cancer, but that's something that she started when she was battling breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And she, even through the midst of all of that, used that mantra. So it holds such a wonderful meaning to me and figure if she can do what she's doing with that, that challenge, I can do what I'm doing and 
and I hold it very dear to my heart. Well, no doubt, and my sincere condolences for losing your sister. What a wonderful thought that she left in your heart for your entire life that you can then carry forward and, and share with other people. And I know sharing and helping particularly women in the automotive industry is an important, passionate thing for you. And I understand it ties into what you're doing at Room Room Girl and, of course, mm -hmm. uh, what you're doing at the Quarter Mile Foundation. So let's talk a little bit more about you and your life and your business and how you've incorporated Dream Big into all the fun things that you're doing. Well, like I mentioned, looking at the day is having opportunity. And then during these times, of, of course, being flexible in what your day is going to look like uh, has been huge. It's been a great learning experience for me. I continue to increase my affiliations with people. I'm enhancing my education. I believe that life is a learning experience. And if you can lay your head down at the end of the day, having something more in your brain than you had when you woke up, then that's a successful day. So my goal is, uh, as you mentioned, to encourage women to pursue their interest in the trades. I think that, and it's not just women, I think the trades are suffering as a whole. I think that we don't see enough people getting their hands dirty. So I really value having those conversations with people. That's how my business had started. It wasn't something that I had mapped out. But having over 40 years in the industry, I started pumping gas in the 70s. And I just felt like this was something that I needed to pursue. I know that it's not something that is going to uh, make me rich per se, but it's following my heart and knowing that I've lived a life complete with having every opportunity that I can to be with car people. It's really, really cool. One of the things I got involved with earlier this year is choosing a charity of choice here for Cars Yeah that tied into the automotive industry. And I chose Tech Force. And Tech mm -hmm. Force is aligned with uh, several RPM Foundation and LeMay, America's Automotive Museum. And they're a great group. They're one of these groups that helps people, young or old, realize that there are viable career options in the automotive sector, in tech and so forth. And I think it's kind of coming back around now. Perhaps a lot of people are realizing, you know, going and having a four-year degree and something that maybe I graduate with and have no idea what I want to do and I spent all that money and now I'm in debt. Maybe that wasn't a good idea. And there's a lot of people that love to work with their hands and so forth. And does this tie in a bit with Quarter Mile Foundation and what you, you ladies do there? Well, the Quarter Mile Foundation's goal is to preserve the history of drag racing. And it's not just the racers, it's the engine builders, it's the promoters, it's the track owners. What we do is we try and capture those in interviews. So right now we have a new campaign out. I'm not sure if you saw it, but it is um, the first of a series where we have a contest where you can win a day with Danny Thompson. Whoa. at his property. That's cool. So it's it's a huge opportunity for anybody that wants to get some history and not a lot of people uh, you know they they know Mickey Thompson's name because it's still on product out there and all that but Danny Thompson is his son and he has had a very fulfilling life in the industry also running some salt flats the Challenger 2. So there's a great opportunity to have discussion with him and there's going to be three winners. So it's not just one person and we're going to line up the the filming and production and we'll be providing some hotel accommodations out there in Colorado not far from his home. So we're really excited about this and hoping that there will be many more of those opportunities within this campaign down the road. Absolutely. Danny Thompson was a guest here on Cars. Yeah, he's such a 
awesome guy. I got to talk with him, of course, on the show. I got to meet him at SEMA and spend a little time with he and his wife. Wonderful, wonderful people. How do people, where do they go to sign up to hopefully win this invaluable time with Danny? So people are welcome to purchase tickets on quartermilefoundation.org. And this is, the nice thing is we're running this for a while. We know that right now things are a little bit different. We want to offer everybody the opportunity to get on board with it. The contest ends January 4th of 2021. So this is part of our celebration. It's 10-year anniversary of the Quarter Mile Foundation. You can also become a lifetime member of the foundation on that same quartermilefoundation.org website. Keeping these the history is so important, and we want to make sure that we're connecting the dots from the past to the present to the future. You know, I've had some great drag racers here on the show, all the way back to Don at Garlet's Big Daddy, who I saw race when I was a little kid at Orange County Raceway, up to uh, a young racer uh, who's actually been racing a long time, Megan Meyer. She's She is going to retire, and she's starting her own business. Good for her. But a wide variety of racers on the show, and Drag racing is one of those things that if you've never gone and done it, and if you thought you didn't have any interest, you've got to at least go and experience it once. I think you'll get a little bit hooked because it's so cool. But quartermilefoundation.org, awesome uh, foundation of what you guys are doing. And I will put a link to that on Diane Shonos page here so you can go and sign up and maybe win that time with Danny. I think it'd be pretty cool. And having met him and spent a little time with him at SEMA, he is an absolutely Wonderful guy. Well, talk a little bit with me about Vroom Vroom Girl and what you're doing there. Let me start out by saying the name Vroom Vroom Girl was something that was bestowed upon me. I was always putting races and car shows online saying, I feel a Vroom Vroom coming on. (laughs) And a dear friend of mine that worked with me out at Cinema Raceway just started calling me that. And he actually, we lost him a couple of years ago, Mm. but I, I... it's just me now. I'm just, people don't know me by my real name anymore. They know me by Vroom Vroom. So I guess the branding has been successful to a certain extent. So I started out by just, and I'm still doing it, having show booths at local shows here in Sonoma County and in the neighboring counties. The booth is, uh, as you mentioned, some trinkets, rings, and I have a clothing line now called Vroomalicious. (laughs) And uh, I'm just having fun with it. And it's kind of getting me my fix in a way because I really am quite the addict to cars. But it's getting me out there having those conversations with people, letting them know that it doesn't matter what age you are. It's never too late to follow your passion. I'll be 60 this year. So I am and I and I'm right now in my ninth week of the introduction to automotive technology class on the at the JC. Cool. So I'm just trying to encourage people to not stay in a rut, not stay in a box, to not feel that feeling like you had mentioned drag racing if you've never gone my goal is that you're you leave with your organs rearranged and you blow a tire out of your nose (laughs) that's funny that's funny you know it's it's wonderful what you're doing and uh, you're about to be 60 years young uh so congratulations happy early birthday to you for that you paint a really important picture here and i've had several guests on the show that have done this later in life. They've done a pivot. Actually, I've had a lot of people on the show that have done this later in life. They've done a pivot. They've gone into something that they really like. Uh, a great guest of mine, uh, Diana Balboni of Into Details, she gra- graduated, I should say, retired from the military after many years of service. And she was in her uh, late 50s, I believe, early 60s, and went, you know what? I'm not done because sitting around is no good for anybody. 
and she started her own detailing business, and she does that now. I got to meet her at SEMA a couple years ago, just a vivacious, wonderful person. She said, this has kept me young. My friends sit around and watch TV in their so-called retirement, which my father, when he retired, he threw his TV away. He said, those things are death boxes. They sure are. (laughs) People sit around and watch them all day and then they die. So I'm not going to do that. So uh, I think you're a great testament to uh, the opportunities that exist. And you know what? I started this six years ago. Um, I'm 62 now. If you'd ever told me that I would be doing a podcast, last year I did 13 episodes of Cars You Had Television, I would have laughed at you. I think I would have said, what's a podcast, first and foremost? You can do anything today. And the, the things that are afforded us online that are inexpensive to put yourself out there and provide opportunity, in my case, uh, inspiration for people to learn about others. It's never ending. So look at your future and you can have some fun like Diane and me and so many guests here on Cars Yeah. Let's talk about a, a big challenge or a big failure in your life. And the reason I bring this up is not so much to drum up a negative past. It's more about how you dealt with it how you treated it as a learning experience and how that experience helped you move forward in a very positive way. So take us on a little journey here, Diane. So it actually gets back to the previous discussion. I graduated from high school when I was 16 and went a month later into interior design college and uh, flipped, just did not like it and, and flipped around and ended up finding my way to cars. So over the last like I said, 40 plus years, I have had various positions from pumping gas to parts counters to contract desks at car dealerships. And I would get frustrated with the gender bias. Mm. And I'm not going to go on a big rampage about that because I feel like if we push hard enough, we can get through obstacles. So I do feel that I failed at sticking with it. Also, part of it, I think, as I was young and, you know, the 70s was, even though progress was, I don't think we've made as much progress as I would have liked to have seen. But I do feel like I would get frustrated and quit. And I would go into another industry or go to another job in the same industry and really not push for the fact that I was qualified Mm -hmm. and that I was passionate. And that's why I'm doing this now, because I am going to be everybody's cheerleader. Mm. And I am huge on that. I am huge on lifting people up if they're passionate about what they do. And I just don't want anybody to kind of have skin their knees the way I did. This is a really important story. And I've heard this from many women who have gone out and started their own businesses who've been guests here on Cars Yeah. And I've got a whole list of them. If you go to the Cars Yeah website, click on resources, you'll see a tab under women. I've had almost 200 plus women on the show. My guest yesterday, Cindy Sisson and Teresa Gilpatrick, uh, they've started a company called GS Events, where it's focused around events and and helping women in the industry. I'm working on a little secret project that's going to involve women in cars. I can't announce it yet, but this is the first mention I've made of it to anybody. So Ooh. it's a little scoop. It's the inside scoop. A little yeah, inside scoop, it. but I'll be announcing <laughs> more of that as it comes together. But it will involve women in the automotive industry in a way that uh, nobody's been doing it, especially in the podcast sector. So I think you're right, Diane, and you know, you and I lived in a different time, 70s, 80s, even 90s. It was a lot more difficult for women. I'm really happy to report in what I'm seeing and having you on the show and so many women who are so successful in all respects that it is changing. It's getting better. I believe uh, us men are much more accepting 
of women. And one of the things you have to realize is women are a huge financial factor in making decisions in the car industry, much bigger than I think anybody ever realizes. Kathy Droz, who's a past guest here, she has a whole business on training women how to sell cars to people. And because Mm -hmm. we know that women, and I think it's more than 50%, are huge decision makers in the car purchase process in a home. Absolutely. Most of us guys, if we're smart, and I've been married 36 years, so I like to think I'm pretty smart, is, uh, well, my wife's way smarter. That's the first thing I did right. I married a woman who was way smarter than me. But, you know, when we make purchases, we ask our spouses, and I ask my wife, you think I should buy this car? She usually rolls her eyes and walks out of the room. You know, she's uh, sometimes she said, yeah, I think you should. That'd be a good, that's a good option. So uh, it's wonderful what you're doing. I think it's great. I think it's really important. And now's the time. If anything, any always the time, but now's the time. So kudos to you and a big uh, pat on the back for what you're doing. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want to dive into your personal passion for cars. As you talk about starting with pumping gas and working in parts and all these different things you've done, we want to kind of learn a little bit more about the inner workings of Diane's brain here. So sit tight, keep your seatbelt on, vroom, vroom, the engine will be right back. Let's step away from the conversation to talk about our charity of choice here at Cars Yeah!, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits that are working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through automotive-related events, car shows, and drives. Among those nonprofits is RPM Foundation, a terrific organization working to keep our favorite collector cars on the road. RPM was created to ensure that the specialized skills needed to care for classic automobiles, boats, and motorcycles continue to be passed down from generation to generation. They do this by supporting training for young people with a passion for restoration and setting them up with mentors who can share their valuable knowledge. So far, they've awarded more than $3.5 million to restoration education projects across 35 states. Incredible! To learn more about RPM or to donate to their mission, visit www.rpm.foundation. You'll be glad you did. So, what do you do after running a race team for 27 years with over 100 podiums, multiple Daytona wins, and a win at Le Mans? Well, if you're a racer and the Racers Group team owner, Kevin Buckler, you start Adobe Road Winery. It's located in Petaluma, California, and he and his team have created a winning combination with the Racing Series, four ultra-premium red wine blends that are in a class of their own. Like racing, these wines comprise of art, precision, engineering, science, wrapped in a whole lot of fun. You can choose from four blends titled Redline, Apex, Shift, and the 24. Today, I'm going to talk about Shift. This wine was awarded 93 points by Robert Parker's Wine Advocate. It's balanced and spicy with dark blueberries and a cigar aroma. The unique bottle shape features a vintage-inspired metal gated shift back with carbon fiber, and the cork is topped with a five-speed shift knob. That's right. There's going to be some battles at the dinner table on who gets to keep the cork after this bottle has been enjoyed. The Racing Series is a delicious gift for the automotive enthusiast in your life, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code CARSYEAH, all one word in caps, at checkout, you get $10 off any purchase 
of the wines from the racing series. Your wine ships promptly and arrives quickly right at your door. Use the code CARSYA at checkout and get $10 off your purchase from the racing series today. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to adoberoadwines.com and use the code CARSYA today. Cheers! My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car, maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. All right, Diane, we're back, and I would love for you to share a story that instigated this passion that you have for cars. What was that pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were indeed a vroom vroom girl? Well, I think when I started working in the parts houses and I was actually handling parts and problem solving and researching for people that were on the other side of the counter. I felt that knowing about, especially the high performance stuff, which was back in the day, you went to a parts house and you had knowledgeable people. I'm not trying to say that they aren't knowledgeable now, but it was different. They were independently owned. They had people that knew both OEM and aftermarket and could make some some suggestions and work with with the person on a project over a long period of time. It really got me delving in much more than initially working at the gas stations, which, you know, that was a, I was out pumping gas and checking into the hood. Yes. But I think that selling parts really opened my eyes up to just how cool it really was. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I agree with you. It was different back then. You'd go into these parts stores and the old guy behind the counter, I mean, he knew he had, you know, grease under his fingernails. And now you go in and I'm not going to pick on young people, but it's typically a young person that probably didn't even have a driver's license. And you ask them questions and they kind of look at you. Well, I don't know. uh, uh, This is the cheapest one, you know, (laughs) you just kind of roll your eyes. So I believe you're right. But and then you get to online where you don't really have anybody helping you. There's like a bot behind the computer that is giving you suggestions and you kind of scratch your head and go, where's the real help and support here? So no doubt that started you on your track. Uh, Let's talk about cars a little bit, vehicles. What was your first special vehicle? And maybe share a memory you have about that ride. So my first special vehicle and everyone's going to roll their eyes because <laughs> no, it they won't. You're, you're on cars. Yeah, we love anything that rolls on rubber here. When I was younger, I was dating a guy that had two sixty eight Chargers. Mm-hmm. So I went down the path of Chargers. Though so the one that I bought when I was seventeen was not a sixty eight; it was a seventy three SE. I went from learning how to drive on a Fiat station wagon to driving this huge beast of a car. 
it was lovely and ugly all at the same time for me. <laughs> I hated the 400 motor in it. So I was able to pick up a 440 interceptor motor, Ooh. do an engine swap. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It was a yeah. really cool thing. Unfortunately, the six pack was gone, but it did have a 360 Offenhauser intake on it. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, had a little bit of uh, fun in it, had a little fireball cam, nothing too horribly crazy. And mm-hmm. I worked at a parts house, so I was able to pick some parts and ask for carburetors for, for Christmas and things like that. That car is pretty cool. Now, if I think about the Charger, didn't have, it was, there were two doors, obviously coupes, but those back windows, side windows, weren't they louvered? They had slats they, in them? They were. They had slats in them. It was a Landau top. Yes, and, yes. <laughs> and it had white interior, high back bucket seats. Oh. I put diamond tuck headlighter in it and... I threw a 391 Posi in the rear end, which was silly because, you know, that was not freeway driving at all. And that was my daily car. But I really enjoyed it. And I had to basically sit on the radiator to work on it because it was such a... Well, there's lots of room in there. You could probably stand in the engine bay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of hood, a lot of fender, a lot of side. I mean, that car is yeah, massive. Yeah, I clipped a few things with that. Not, you know, just <laughs> parallel parking was, was definitely a challenge with that. Yeah. Oh, and you mentioned going from a Fiat station wagon? That was my parents' car. Oh, so okay. my family knew nothing about cars. I am the youngest of six girls. And um, as I mentioned, my dad was a professor. My mom was also an educator. So cars were really the very basic transportation process for my family. They never bought new cars. First car I remember was a Rambler, but we had this baby blue Fiat station wagon and that's what I learned to drive on. Mm-hmm. Well, I learned to drive a tractor first. But. <laughs> well, that didn't hurt. <laughs> that's cool. Well, yeah, that's a big jump from a Fiat station wagon to a Charger SE. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a, you had like three Fiats in that car <laughs> stacked. I want to get in your head, head a little bit here, Diane, and be your psychologist today. Uh, if you woke up tomorrow and you were manifest as a vehicle, now this isn't what you want to be because we'd all love to be something sleek and sexy Ferrari. Now you may be that. We haven't met, but what would you be if you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle? Well, I think I would be, and I'm I'm saying 1958 just because I have memories of one, a Corvette, a little Corvette with a 283 in it, maybe built up a little bit, but Something little and sassy because I'm five one and a half <laughs> there you and go. have been known to be sassy. You know, something maybe like I said, built a bit so that it was full of surprises when it went out on the road. But domestic. Um, I've learned about the the imports a little bit later in life. The Fiat station wagon doesn't count. But spending so much time out at Sonoma Raceway is my home track, and oh, I've nice. been working out there for a lot of years. So I've learned about the imports and, and learn to love them in their basically anything that has a motor is my thing. So <laughs> different cultures, different ways that people look at things, but still automotive is one big happy family. So it would have to be a little, a little 58 Corvette. All American girl. I love it. That's very cool. Yeah. Sonoma Raceway. I've raced at that track. Great track. Wonderful place to have some fun yeah. in a race car. All right, Diane, we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give me some quick blips of that 58 Corvette throttle. So here we go. What's one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes in life? Feeding my love affair with the automotive industry. I feel like reading, conversing, and being creative in this industry is never ending, and I'm just a sponge. There you go. If I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal... 
with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, to be that sponge and spend a nice evening with that person, who would it be? You know, I've, I've thought long and hard about this. I'm thinking Bunny Burkett. Hmm. Nobody's mentioned that name before. Now, why Why did you pick that person? Well, you know, I never knew a lot about her and learning about her after she passed away, reading her story a little bit. I was really impressed of that. She knew she wanted to race basically before she'd ever driven. And it wasn't something that was handed down from a family or anything like that. It was a, a thing that she and her husband did. And I was just really impressed about the way that she just, that was it. And from reading her story, it seems it was so definite. She was a drag racer, right? She was a drag racer. Yeah. Well, nobody's ever mentioned that name before, so I, I figured you would pick a woman. Yeah, I have to go back and do a little more research on her because I don't know a lot about her other than being a drag racer, but Bunny Burkett, very cool. Well, when it comes to automotive advice, what's the best advice someone else has ever given you? Well, and I think it's it's not just an automotive advice. I think it's a life advice is don't give up and keep sharing your story. And that's something that as you can see, I am trying my hardest to do. Yeah. So keep sharing your story. Yep. And think big, to quote your wonderful think, sister. Dream, dream big. Dream yeah. big. Dream big. Ah, there yeah. we go. Dream big. How about yeah. the best uh, resource that is out there that you think people should go and learn more about? I would say go to the quartermilefoundation.org. It's got some great interviews as well as great opportunities to continue to support the foundation's cause, which is to keep the history alive. Absolutely. Again, I'll make sure I put a link to that on Diane Chono's page. Now, when it comes to reading of books, is there a book that you'd like to recommend? I actually just, when it was, I ordered it before it was released. It's a new book. It's called The Drive to 25 or Drive to 25. And it's by Lynn Kehoe and Karen Salvaggio. And I was very impressed at the commitment to all of the women involved in this book. And they're still out there doing it. As you know, their Shift Up Now organization is growing. And it was nice to be able to ride along with them through their their chronicle in the book. Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that book. Karen's been a guest here on the show. Great book. And I'll make sure to put a link to that on Diane's show notes page. Just go to carsyow.com, type in Diane Levine, L-E-V-I-N-E, and that page will pop right up. All right. We're up to the checkered flag here, Diane. I'm going to buy you a cool Collector car today, something very fun that you would pick to jump into and drive, so let's say on a weekend for fun, not a daily driver, something special. But there's a couple rules, of course, as there always are here on Cars Yes, since I'm writing the check. It's something I want you to enjoy and drive, no dust collectors. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. And it's the only one collector fun car you can have parked in your garage, so it needs to tick all the boxes. What's it going to be? Well... As you can see, the theme of Mopar in my life, oh, yeah. um, it would have to be a 1970 Firebird with a 426 Emmy. Oh, okay. I love it. Again, there's Albatross going on there. I thought about a couple other cars, but you know, some of the supercars that I love, like the Bugatti, where am I going to drive it? Where am I going to really enjoy all of that? Bruce Canop has been a guest on my show a few times. He's not too far from you down there in Scotts Valley. And I was in his shop shooting an episode of Cars Yacht Television. And there was, a, I think it was a Koenigsegg parked in there. And I said, well, this looks like a new car. What are you doing with this? He goes, well, somebody bought it and they want us to make it better. And I'm like, make it better? I mean, well, what do you do? And he goes, oh, yeah, well, you can make them better. And um, we were chatting about 
cars of that caliber, which I think they're cool. I love them. I mean, no disrespect, but he kind of said, these are like one hour cars. People buy them more as trophies in their garage. You drive them for one hour and you go, this is ridiculous. And you park it. If you want a car that you can have some fun with, I mean, look around. There's a whole bunch of better, cooler, older cars in here uh, to choose from that are actually usable. And, And I think that's part of why you chose that Superbird, right? Yeah. Not to mention Richard Petty and Don Garlitz. I absolutely, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, those guys, they know what they're doing. They know how to go fast. Yeah. It's very, very cool. Well, Diane, you've taken me on a really fun ride today. This has been great. I'm glad we got to connect. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yow listeners. Before I let you go, could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the towards the Sonoma Raceway in that 1975 Superbird? Absolutely. My my thinking to people these days is when something makes your heart sing, don't let anyone muffle the song. I love it. That's definitely the way to go through life. Hey, what's the best way for people to keep up with you and follow along with what you're doing? I'm very big on social media. Um, Vroom Vroom Girl on Facebook. I also have um, Twitter, which I, I'm not too big on, um, but Facebook would be the primary one. Mm-hmm. I have a website with an online store called vroomvroomgirl.net and um, I hope to see everybody at a car show soon. Absolutely. And again, don't forget to go to quartermilefoundation.org. You can sign up to win some time with Danny. That would be pretty cool. Um, I'll put all these links on Diane's show notes page. Diane, hey, thanks for being so generous today and making my morning so much fun by sharing your life and your experiences with the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks for having me, Mark. You're welcome. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting. But what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt, and it's probably the only book on finance with a VMAX on the front cover and a classic Mini Cooper on the back. The book's available at Amazon for just $10, and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future. I gave copies to each of my children. All securities are through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Christopher Kimball Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Get your copy, The Saga of Ike and Penny, today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!